Hey guys, welcome to episode 182 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. I am wishing you well, I'm wishing you good health right now, as uh, I'm hoping you're all super strong during this crazy coronavirus quarantine, and I hope that this episode... Uh, you know, it comes to you at a time when you're probably needing a little bit of levity in your life, a little bit of uh, happiness, and to maybe take away <laughs> some of your, you know, maybe the news reading you're doing or podcast listening that's uh, stressing you out. I mean, I, you know, I just got done listening to The Daily, and uh, my mind's throwing up. So <laughs> maybe this will help you <laughs> relax a little bit. That's what I'm hoping this podcast does right now. I, You know, I, it's funny because I have a bunch in the can. Uh, or I guess a few right now, and um, they were all recorded well before any of this was happening. So, kind of like last week, it's like a little, you know, a sneak peek back in the past of a time when we weren't all stuck in our houses, you know, for who knows how long. Um, but that all being said, let's t- let's talk about who the guest is. This is going to be the wonderful Bird and the War, uh, Chris James and Tom Rasulo, a new-ish duo. But Bird and the War has been around for a long time. You're going to hear all about this. Um, I introduced Chris James as Chris James Bird at the beginning, making myself look the fool. <laughs> because his name is Chris James. <laughs> Once again, I'm used to looking foolish on this show. I do uh, weekly, at least, if not, you know, several times an episode. Um, but that, that I just thought, I thought I'd mention that. Also, we do play Don't Show Your Teeth in this episode, uh, which is a, a, you know, a favorite game of mine when we play this. But we actually, <laughs> I, it was the longest game, you know, round of this game I've ever, ever seen, you know. And uh, it was actually 17 minutes long. <laughs> so I cut it down. I just cut it down because it's, you know, the topic is movies. And when you break it down, it's really just three guys listing movies. <laughs> So I broke it down to about a five-minute clip. I think you'll enjoy. Um, uh, but yeah, so that, you know, get you know get ready for that. I know you're all, you know we're all trying to kill time right now, but you don't need 17 minutes of movie listing. You just don't. It's just it's not going to make things better for you. You know, um, I will never you know release an uncut version of that. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, I guess I'll mention a few things. Uh, Right now, there is the GoFundMe going on that I started uh, during the coronavirus uh, episode that I released uh, two weeks ago now. Um, I did that coronavirus special with Sean Patrick Gallagher, and in tandem with that episode, I released a GoFundMe campaign to help all the artists who have been on my show that opt in to get benefits from this campaign. So if you go to GoFundMe.com and search... Ryan is super strong versus the coronavirus. You can still donate to that for one more week. Um, so this is the week to do it. If you could share the links, it's been shared so much, and which I appreciate like crazy. Um, but it's just the worst possible time to ask for financial help, and I'm aware of that. <laughs> Very aware of that. Um, that's the whole point, kind of, is everyone just is in real trouble. And it's uh, I have I've heard from so many friends that are going to have to move back or are already moving back home, uh, to m- moving back in with their families because artists often are nickel and diming it just in general without any of this crap happening so when all this stuff started happening so many artists in every community i think were forced with the decision of what do i do to live now do i need to get back to my parents house do i need to you know just just buy rice and beans for the next few months or what you know just all these different things and it's just it sucks it's really sucky um i, I, I should curse more it's, it's, a, it's a not say sucky it's just horrible and um the problem is, you know, in my opinion, when you when you have something like this, the artists in your community are the people that you want to keep around. You know, they're the people that, when when all this stuff blows over, you're going to want art in any of its forms, whether it be comedy, magic, cooking, podcasting, music. 
and if they all move away during a pandemic and can't come back it sucks you know we and i have so many friends that i've been hyping on this show for the last 182 episodes and i just you know it makes me really concerned right now that all the artist community is hit so bad and obviously i know restaurants are hit so hard um, I mean, I'm just not going to start listing all the businesses that are hit hard. Everybody's being hit hard. But I started the GoFundMe to try to take a little bite, you know, out of some of the community, you know, in a positive way, out of some of the community that's, that's been on this show. So if you're, a, if you're a fan of the show and a listener for a long time, I hope that you will go check out that GoFundMe and donate. Even a few dollars would help get that, you know, get that uh, overall rate up. And then everybody that's opted in. Uh, we'll be able to split a little bit more even you can watch the video about that where I talk about how we're splitting that and all that kind of stuff So just uh, check that out if you will um, also I posted a new YouTube video of the Union High School percussion ensemble and we'll talk about that at length next week uh, because the guest um, is a mr. Will Reno who's been on before um, but and so we'll talk about that again but I put up a YouTube video so if you go to my personal YouTube Ryan Knudsen um, and search uh, search for my YouTube and go look for my piece Inish more i-n-i-s-m-o-r two words um, it's a piece that I wrote for the Union High School Percussion Ensemble and I went and worked with them in February and three days later they went and won their regional competition I was commissioned to write that piece last summer and I wrote that then I went and coached them in February they won regionals they were gonna go to state in a few weeks here and it got canceled like everything else so they are an example of a group that I work with that has worked their ass off to achieve a goal and then had you know their competitions canceled and they don't get to go compete or show off their hard work and so I decided I wanted to put up a rehearsal video that I had just to give them some you know opportunity to, to kind of document that part of life and all that stuff and it's it, it's it's reminiscent of everybody's troubles right now i've heard so many stories of people not being able to walk at graduation you know uh, so many stories of people not getting awards or, you know, or or opportunities to compete perform finish school all these different things that are happening so it's just, the coronavirus is really fucking up everything <laughs> for everybody and you know i know it's it's one of those things that everyone will get over eventually ever you know it'll be in the past in the future and it'll you know everyone will get stronger from all this kind of experience but it just sucks right now and i i really care about stuff like this and so um you know this is another another kind of small attempt for me to try to help another group out that just got the shaft from the coronavirus so uh if you would go to my youtube ryan knudsen and look up the Inish, uh, piece Inish more for union high school percussion ensemble you can watch that and hype them up share it and like it if you will just to give them some you know give them a boost let some people get some eyes on them playing their drums you know um anyway i think that's it for right now i don't obviously no live shows to plug <laughs> um not funny but uh, still gotta laugh through all that um but i hope that you guys will enjoy this episode uh bird in the war is gonna share a bunch of cool music i hope that you enjoy that it was just a delight to sit down with these two pure gentlemen so without further ado i'd like you to sit back you know i i hope that you're not having to go to stores i hope that you're not having to go to public areas i hope that you are Someone that is not fighting the system and trying to get out and go into big groups or big public places. Just chill, man. If we all just chill for two weeks, this thing will wrap up quick, right? Come on. Do your part. Don't, you know, let's, let's mitigate the spread of this horrible thing. Let's just chill for a couple weeks. Everyone chill. Let's let it pass. Get out of here. Um, 
lots of things planned in the future that could be completely ruined if if this keeps on going and going for months. So please do your part to, you know, help con- uh, contain this craziness. You know what I'm saying? And if and if you're in your house, make yourself a nice, comfortable zone, whether it's for podcast listening or meditating or just sitting for a while, you know, and stay active. Do get outside, but just take a walk around the block and stuff like that. That's what I've been doing. Don't go to public places. Stay away from people, you know. I've been taking Rupert on nice long walks, you know, getting outside every day, but also, you know, keeping that contained a little bit. Don't go too crazy. <laughs> so for now, I hope that you're comfortable. I hope you have a nice beverage. I hope you have plenty of food in your fridge and pantry, and I hope that you are nice and comfy. Now what I want you to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy the freaking show. Hey, welcome to the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knutson, and I am, you guessed it, super strong. Today's strength level is the mighty hawk. Now, hawks are amazing. They're birds. Birds of prey. Very strong. They can uh, see rats and mice from miles away, zip down on them, and grab them with their ferocious talons. Now, uh, the reason that the hawk is the strength level for today is because (laughs) I have a duo um, a, a duo with a maybe a th- an, an, a theme name that is uh, of the avian nature. <laughs> Nail it! <laughs> I have two wonderful gentlemen here in studio today. They are the members of a new group, a new musical group, filled with two musical musician men called Bird and the War. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I wanted to do the it again. Bird and War. <laughs> I really wanted to fuck with it more, but I just decided I better just quit while I'm, uh, while I'm behind. Um, so yeah, I have two wonderful men today. This is Bird in the War, and that is uh, Chris Bird. Chris James Bird. <laughs> Last name of Bird. Um, much like a hawk. Is that right? No, just Chris James. Oh. Chris James. So Oh, it's just Chris James. Yeah. What's your Instagram say Bird for? Because I'm in Bird in the War. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Chris James, any relation to Rick? <laughs> All right, and then uh, <laughs> and then a dear friend of mine and this very show. This is a man who was on. Oh, I wrote it down this time. I actually prepared. He was on episode forty-four. He was on episode sixty, the Power Hour episode. Uh, he was on episode one thirty-one, his second episode. He was on episode one forty-two with Fernando Navarro. This is the wonderful. Tom Rasulo. I am happy to be back. <laughs> Five Timers Club. Yeah, we were saying earlier I should get a punch card. You should. Yeah. One Next free po- sub. <laughs> Meatball sub. Five podcasts and your sub is free. <laughs> Normally you have to pay for the meatball sub here after the show, and I and I require all my guests to pay for the meatball. Oh my god. It's like I lost my punch card yeah. anyway. Can I start a new one? <laughs> My girlfriend has the other one. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, so since you've been on this this show, I actually the last time you were on this show, I came over and hung out. I think right before, right after, mm-hmm. and I met you, Chris. Yes. And I didn't realize that you're that you, I thought it was Chris James Bird. It wasn't. 
So your, still your full name is Chris <laughs> James. It is. And where are you from? Where was I born? Sure. Sick. I was born in El Paso, Texas. (laughs) (laughs) And then did you grow up there? Uh, No, I was spent like early childhood years. Uh, Grew up in Dallas, lived in San Francisco area and moved here about seven and a half years ago. Okay, right. By here, I mean LA. LA. Yeah. Los Angelino. Yeah. So Bird and the War started shortly after the last time Tom was on this show. Oh, actually. I uh, believe. No, Bird in the War, uh, it's been my project for about 10 years. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah so a little before then. Yeah, way before. <laughs> Tiny bit. I guess I was I was, I was, was commenting on when you, when I heard about it, when you joined up, joined right. forces. Right. But you've been doing, this has been your project for uh, forever. Yeah. And so Tom's really just new to the scene. He's he a is. noob. Yeah, he's a newbie. Okay. Yeah. Bird in the war. So, so tell me about this project that's going on a little bit before we start getting into the craziness of this show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just brief history uh, in the Bay Area. Um, I was in like a folky project back when that was like the big thing to do. Yeah. Uh, and that band broke up, but I still wanted to use some of those songs. Felt kind of weird using the band name. Yeah. So uh, came up with a new band name, um, <clears throat> and. It started as like a kind of a Bon Iver-esque like folk project. Gotcha. Uh, did that for a little bit and then moved to uh, Orange County and kind of put it on hold for a little bit. Figured I'd join some bands, kind of get to know some people. And then when I started it back up, um, I had started to get more into like more post-rock, things like M83, so like electronic stuff as well. Cool. Um, so I wrote our first EP and um uh just kind of like took a different direction so it's now it's more ambient post-rock kind of cinematic yeah. uh, so that's been for the past maybe six years it's been that um came out with our first ep 2015 nice yeah so yeah chugging along since then yeah. yeah and then you met tom i met tom through a fan <laughs> fun uh, <laughs> met, met tom through a friend ali coil uh, it's one of Tom's uh, longtime friends. I've known her for about five or six years. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I was just, I came with her to a recording session at Tom's place and showed her some of the music I'd been working on. And she's like, you need to show this to Tom. And I didn't think it was anything to speak of. Right. Because um, been, I'd been sitting on it for so long. And at the end of the session, she was like, you should show Tom your music. So he put, I kind of explained the premise of the EP we're about to release. And uh, he put on some spacey, um a computer visualizer. yeah a visualizer like spacey background on his computer and listen to it and uh yeah he's super connected with it and i think over the next few months we started talking about just recording and then we recorded one song together and uh somewhat shortly afterwards we were like hey do you want to join my band yeah so that's awesome so yeah. is the band just you two yeah it's just it's the two of you guys yeah. you're both multi-instrumentalist and mm-hmm. producers on your own of your own right right yeah. by yourselves mm-hmm. And and you have projects going on all the time and all that type of stuff. Yeah. But you joined forces. Yeah. Do you feel stronger now? Yeah, definitely. Extremely. Interesting. <clears throat> I didn't I didn't know the band before I joined it, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I've heard stories from Chris of just like the parties. Well, yeah, the just company so parties. Much, like <laughs> how 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 it was a lot more fun before I joined. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, I hear a lot of stories that I have through Chris's stories where he's like, Oh, it was hard doing this and that and this and that all by myself. And Chris and I are very similar people in a lot of ways and, um, take a similar approach to like 
how we write music um, and how we approach like being a professional in the music industry when a lot of people like this is their hobby and we both treat it as a professional because it is our profession. Yeah. But like, even though we have similar approaches, we attack things, certain things in in like the opposite ways. So it was nice to join forces and like, I'm a very go with the flow sort of guy. Like, okay, we'll figure it out on the, on the day and well, it'll be fine. Cause we're good. Yeah. <laughs> and Chris is like, no, let's plan everything out. Blah, blah, blah. So we both kind of push each other to, to meet in the middle, which has actually been really nice to do. Totally. You know? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about this before we start getting into the real show, I think we should just go right into a track. Sure. Cool. Give people a little taste of what that we're talking about here. Sounds good. Bird in the war. <laughs> so you said you wanted to play a track called new life. Yeah. You want to jump right into that? Or you want to talk about it a little bit? Uh, probably talk about it briefly. Yeah, That's it. actually one of the first songs I showed Tom. So <clears throat> the, uh, the last album that I did, uh, was came out about three and a half years ago. Um, it was about me kind of breaking from religion mm-hmm. and I started to write these new songs, um, that were kind of more coming be like becoming a peace. I can't say that right. They were kind of more, uh, me coming to peace with not being religious anymore. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I was still kind of bitter. Um, so some of the stuff I was trying to write, I was like, no, that doesn't really get the point across. I need to put these on hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so really I put them on hold for like three years until I met Tom and we started to pick them back up. Yeah. Um, so this was one of the first songs and the, the, I guess we can talk about the concept of the EP after we after we play the track. Um, but it's the, the whole idea is basically, uh, imagining a world without, um, all the constructs that kind of cause people to bicker with each other, battle with each other. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is kind of imagining like seeing seeing a new form of humanity, I guess. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, here, let's check it out. This is new life. See the start of our new home. Nothing right and nothing wrong. Love and hate without form Nothing above or down below I knew I said we could evolve Or stay just like it was before It is sweet we run to shame Leaving behind the world Start of our 
baby. <laughs> wow. That sounds like a fan at the end. Like a rotary fan. Yes. yes. Or a helicopter slowing way down. Yeah, or falling. even a clock. <laughs> Something round with a propeller-like thing on the... <laughs> Yeah, like the BMW logo. Yeah, that's how I explain a <laughs> clock too. It's like a, it's a round face with a propeller on it. <laughs> that goes super slow, <laughs> but one that goes a little faster. You're not gonna get up in the air with it. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, that's I like giving the, the audience like a taste of what you know who these people are. I think that's the best way to, to introduce someone. You know, especially musicians. It's like it's like who are you, and what are you doing here? Which is the first question I ask all my guests, and Tom has answered it several times. But I think it's time for Chris James to answer it. Chris James Bird. We talked about <laughs> a little bit about where you're from and stuff like that. But <laughs> my first question for everyone is always, hey, who are you and what are you doing here? You know? You know what I mean? Mm. Mm. <laughs> and it sounds like yeah. your EP is kind of going to dive into that idea. I mean, that concept. Yeah. Uh, so the, the, um, this new EP, well. It dropped sure. in Feb. February. Uh, yeah, I dropped in February. Um, this new EP is actually a pretty far cry from the previous stuff that we released. Okay. <clears throat> uh, the first song is very much, uh, I'd say, kind of Volcano Choir, Bon Iver, maybe even some uh, like Minus the Bear at times. Okay. Um, the second EP is a little bit more dynamically like the National, but has some um, more M83, but also kind of the National vibes the second song hmm? second song right i'm sorry the second song is more like that right not the second ep the second album oh right yeah yeah sorry the second album is uh kind of has some more like rock vibes it's 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 a full length um <clears throat> and has a little bit more of a solid concept um and again since i've kind of diverged from uh that sound uh since joining tom or since tom joining um I've we're kind of delving more into like a cinematic I'd even say kind of film score yeah. type territory mm -hmm. um, the first EP is very spacey the second one that we're working on uh, we have some plans for that but uh, it's a little hoping to be a little more ethereal more um, soundtracky yeah. I think um, <clears throat> but <clears throat> Bird in the War uh, the name itself kind of has this duality concept to it and i think that's a thing within myself that i'm always battling with and it was actually kind of the uh where the name came from um was me <clears throat> wanting to write kind of this i guess be more beautiful music but always struggling with like this inner turmoil sure yeah. um and so most of the songs uh throughout the discography or whatever has um has a lot to do with like either seeing myself as the villain, but also somebody who wants to be better or uh, talking about concepts like dark and light or good and bad. Yeah. So it's always about introspection. They're rarely love songs or anything like that. Actually, I don't think I have any love songs, but mm -hmm. um, do you believe yeah. in love after love? I, I do. <clears throat> yeah. Well, after my husband ran into a tree on his skis, um, <laughs> I, I invented auto tune. You still fell in love again? Yeah, I invented auto tune and um, created this song called "Love After Life After Love After Life." 
Oh, okay. <laughs> and that's where New Life came from. Yeah, that's where New Life came from. And that's where from. the inspiration for the New that Life was, came that from. That was the song. That's why, I mean, all roads lead back to that, that song yeah. and that performer. Yeah. Um, that's why we wanted to share it with you. Yeah. Do you guys, you know about charcuterie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Isn't it just grown-up Lunchables, really? Are Lunchables not grown-up Lunchables? I still eat them all the time. Well, the answer to your question is no. Ah. Lunchables are not grown-up Lunchables. They're just Lunchables. That is unfortunate for me. They're for kids. They're for little kids. Lil. Okay. Lil. Well, then charcuterie. Is that, am I saying that correctly? Shark, char, charcuterie? Shark, charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, charcuterie. Isn't it just grown-up Lunchables? Yeah, without huh. a cool film on it, right? Yeah. Because you can't open a charcuterie. You have like, to have the cool cutting board. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's the film of, yeah. of a grown-up Lunchable. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a wooden uh, charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. There's never been a larger like wage disparity between two related things between Lunchables and charcuterie. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the exact same thing, but but just so much more expensive to do yeah. charcuterie. It's like oh, do yeah, you want Lunchables, Lunchables are expensive. Jeez. I know, right? But charcuterie <laughs> is just you can buy that anywhere. <laughs> you can get that anywhere. Pick that up anywhere. Yeah, yeah I just been wondering about that. I think that that's great. <laughs> That's all I had. Okay. <laughs> Do you guys think it would be cool if every time you lied, your nose grew like Pinocchio? Depends on what you mean by nose. <laughs> <laughs> because if you mean my nose here, yeah, then no. But if what I know, like what I knows, uh-huh. oh, okay. if my knowledge increased every time I lied, which actually, that's kind of true because you have to remember more stuff every time you lie. <laughs> You like, have a knowledge base of just all your lies. Like, damn it. I have to remember what that means. Yeah, now. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, what was the Apollo mission I went on? It just seems crazy <laughs> that that was his curse, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. just pretty dramatic. I thought his curse was that he wasn't a real boy. Well, I mean, he was, I mean, I don't think that was a curse. That was just he was built and then he got like a, he was built as a little toy, toy right. boy. His dad was his then grandpa. He, then, yeah, his dad, Geppetto. Yeah, Geppetto. And then he, his dad was his grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, his dad was his biggest curse was that he had to be alive. Yeah, exactly. He probably hurt all the time. Like, I think that's like, all of our curses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't it all everybody's he had curse? To be alive. <laughs> we have to be alive. Please. How's friendship start? Oh, I know. And then we all, yeah, we all dance in a fountain. Some milkshakes around some water. I was hoping that we'd get to. Um, the clapping part. Wow, that was great. <laughs> it's everything in this episode is going well so far. I, as usual. This is my fifth time. It's ain't my first Rodeo. That's right. That's right. Rodeo. Yeah. I like that little flip of turn of phrase what you just did there. Thanks, man. I'm a turn phrase. I like that, too. <laughs> yeah. Real Nobody classy. told you that life was going to be this way. No, it didn't. <laughs> Where did, uh, you, like you said that your friend brought your, your mutual friend brought you together yes how did your friendship start with her instagram instagram friendship yes. really i didn't actually didn't how know did that. your oh, friendship yeah. start with her she was my next door neighbor growing up so i've known her since i was like five years old those are kind of opposite things aren't they? <laughs> in, a, in a way they are i'm trying to find a commonality to, to figure out so we can pinpoint how friendships start um i think well, I told him on the way over here that you and I, as covered in one of the previous four podcasts we've done, yeah, um, 
we became friends on a podcast on this podcast on this very podcast so if episode you listen, 44 if you listen to episode 44 a great re-listen by the way uh you can hear us becoming friends in real time yeah which is very rare it sounds hot it's yeah. so hot it happened <laughs> just quite naturally organically yep farm to table friendship yep but I don't range. know. But I don't know how the friend how friendships start. You know, is it eye contact and a nice smile? It's commonality. Is it commonality? Mm-hmm. Mm. Like I, the way that you made eye contact with me right then was very mm, flirtatious. We're now friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> more like thigh contact. You know what I'm saying? I was actually thinking that. <laughs> we are, we and are that's friends. a commonality. We See, are. do you remember how there was pop tarts and toaster strudels? I do. And how unfair that was. Yeah, one sucked and one was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> Going back to your charcuterie thing, please. You don't get a free Capri Sun with charcuterie. No, or like a Snickers bar. Yeah. And you don't get a cool tube of uh, marinara sauce. That you can yeah. On stuff. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw something online the other day. It was like, oh, I loved the Italian Capri Suns. And it, somebody had stuck, a, <laughs> stuck their straw inside that tube of marinara sauce. <laughs> Italian Capri Sun. <laughs> what was that's your favorite was... Lunchable then? Ooh, that's the hard. The turkey, the ham. Yeah. Not or the pizza or, or the nachos. It's got to be the pizza one because you're supposed to kind of warm it up, but you don't. You just eat yeah. it and then tough through that. Like, what, it has the same consistency as beef jerky, but it's it's crust. <laughs> <laughs> but it's bread. It's yeah. like, dude, I, I, I remember seeing that was all my friend's favorite Lunchable. Like in elementary school, everyone would bring that pizza one. But I, I've always been a cracker stacker type guy. As long as you weren't the nacho guy. No, no, that's another crazy thing. It's like, yeah. what is that? Don't yeah. do that. Not nachos. No, pizza was the best one by far. Like, you had a friend that brought it, and you're like, that kid's cool, and you didn't care that his mom just got a divorce. Like, she yeah. sent him in pizza. And she just had like, just a big plastic grocery bag with a Lunchable in it. That's right. You're I like, still see, yeah, that happens. And you feel bad, and you try to share an apple or something. No. Maybe some goldfishes. <laughs> no, I never would share. Mm. Did you guys do tradesies in Lunchable? Or lunchtime, I mean? Ooh. Nah. You never did? I I mostly had the... Hot lunch? The, yeah, the school hot lunch, which is like the cardboard pizza that they yeah, give you anyway. Exactly. Like the squares yeah. of pizza. Yeah. yeah. I, remember those, I remember those pizza squares. Funny, I have a... I have a very distinct memory of not trading my Lunchable. Really? Yeah, because I you was the like, kid no. with the divorced mom. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Like, gotcha. I had pizza. I'd be like, I want to. I'll give you Skittles. Yeah, you were the only kid with the divorced mom. No. Ooh. <laughs> not like we all. Was I not? <laughs> mom? In my world, I was. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> um. Okay, I already asked that question. Do you believe in love after love? I really did write that down. Did you? Nice. Yeah, I did, I did, and then it came up naturally. Did we come so to an answer great. on that? Um. I think we all agreed. It was no, right? <laughs> oh, how about stones? You know, do you believe in the power of stones and elements? Oh. I'm wearing. You mean I'm, like I'm crystals right and I'm stuff? Wearing or... a, a tiger's eye bracelet right now. Tiger's eye is watching, watching you. you. Yeah, that's all we're going to do. Yeah. Oh. Every, <laughs> every move. Every <laughs> move. That's uh, Holland Oats, right? Yep. Holland Oats. Holland Oats. Holland folks. Mm. Oh, oats from Holland. That's a good thing. So what about stones? Yeah. Do you believe in stones? Chris, do you believe in stones? Stone energy, crystal energy. Um, it's a good question because Chris does sound bath stuff. Yeah, I do sound baths and stuff. Mm. With gongs and uh, more sandals. sound bowls. We I actually do more uh, hybrid, like electronic, with um, oh shit, like analog synths. And then my friend does 
she has like an acoustic guitar and singing bowls and she uh okay does like reiki healing and stuff like that so very she, cool yeah shout, well, out, shout like, out Haley. sounds shout like out. you do have some respect Haley. for that though. yeah i uh <clears throat> again coming from a religious background yeah and cutting it off uh i was pretty cynical about all of that for a while and then i uh heard somebody explain chakras as just energy yeah and obviously you hear that all the time but it's the idea that uh if you're brain is just a uh, mushy computer and it's full of electrical impulses it gives off a electrical signature right uh so if if i'm that and tom is tom and you are you mm-hmm. then we all affect each other so it's the idea that like everything is energy everything is connected um we don't live in a vacuum so we all affect each other where we're, whether we're talking or moving or not um <clears throat> so it just made me imagine living in a vacuum for real. <laughs> like a Dyson. I don't think you Not would. An <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most of the time you find like no one's using it. Yeah. But yeah. Like, if you live in my house, it's but... never getting used. <laughs> Sorry. You're good. That's how that's how, that's just where my brain goes. Uh yeah, so I, I believe there's there's a couple things. Uh I'm still understanding uh, and figuring out where I land on those types of things. But I do believe in the power of belief at the very least. Oh, damn. You don't have to like yeah. believe in any one particular thing, but the idea, uh, the uh, act of believing can cause change. Yeah. So if you need crystals or rocks or whatever to help you believe in something that will uh, bring positivity or change or kindness or whatever it is, then by all means yeah that's man. your thing yeah. so you're kind of you're kind of like if you're if you're gauging everybody's general like result on on life and community and stuff like the community around them then who cares what, how they got there yeah it's like as long as you're not shitty to people yeah if you're not being shitty and you're not committing crimes and doing shit that hurts the community then however yeah. you get there is cool yeah, yeah that's kind of how, how i feel too yeah like i have a i have a crystal necklace and i have some stones that a friend gave me yeah um i use them to meditate but for me they're just something to focus on while meditating so instead of focusing on like a deity or a cross or something like that it's more oh i can i know that this is something i'm choosing to believe in that i don't think has any necessarily like higher power Mm -hmm. uh so it helps me to focus on something but i know it means things to other people so yeah yeah that's where i land on that what about you tom do you have Uh, a belief in stone power i kind of am with Chris, this is a per, this is a personal question for me because I'm because I you know I was just gifted this this tiger's eye bracelet and yeah. I and I and I have been getting it more into stones uh, not crystals and stuff really or like crystal power and people talk about that stuff and mm-hmm. but I but I've been getting more into stones as of late in the last like year or so I, I believe in the stuff. in the Chris said it in a more succinct way but like I believe in the power of like quote unquote the gift, you know, that like if you could think something into existence. Yeah. So if you want to think more positively or you want to have better energy or whatever, quote yeah, un- yeah. like whatever air quotes you want to throw around something to say the same thing. If you wearing that bracelet and believing like when I wear this, I am going to be more positive to people and I'm going to mm-hmm. feel better every time you see it. Just you, a little reminder. It's a reminder. And so mm-hmm. therefore you're, you're training your brain to think that way. Yeah. Um, whether or not the, the stones you're wearing actually give off that energy, who am who I knows? to say? Yeah, exactly. Um, we're I'm all a made stone from, scientist. Yeah, we're all made from, yeah, I think that's called a geologist. Um, <laughs> well, let me know when you know, okay? I will. Let me call my uncle. I think he's a geologist. You might know. Um, no, we're all made from the same stuff. Like those stones are just atoms. Like we're just atoms. Yeah. You know? So who's to say what has some energy versus the other? Who's to say that 
they can't give off something. I can't yeah. say that, but I can say that if I think about something and choose to believe that every time I look at this tattoo on my wrist, it mm-hmm. makes me think like treat people with kindness, take every day at like it's your last and make sure that every day you're doing something that is positive for people. Does that mean that this ink in my wrist has some energy? No, it just means that it's making me do things that are positive. Yeah. No. And that's, that's where uh, I'm still figuring out where they land on that. Cause part of the thing that uh, made me okay with believing in things like energy and chakras and stuff like that was uh, hearing more about sound baths and resonant frequencies. Yeah. And so if every single object in this world has a resonant frequency, then it might also stand to, you might also be able to believe that, uh, again, if I give off an energy or I'm trying to call an energy to me just by thinking positively, speaking positively, whatever it is, then certain things around me might resonate more with that frequency than others. Yeah. So that's as far as like a rock having power, I don't necessarily think so, but I th- personally think that, uh, different rocks or different materials elements might resonate more with like the frequency you're giving off or the frequency you're trying to like sure. have around you some kind of harmonious yeah and that's the whole like concept of sound bath is like yeah different frequencies will kind of help realign and heal you when um, you do those sound baths what is everyone doing yoga or just lying uh they're lying down well, at least the ones that we do they're lying down um we usually start with uh, tom went to his first one actually our last one that we did <clears throat> yeah um <clears throat> so we'll kind of have some like music playing We'll have yoga mats. Everybody will kind of lie down, get settled. Uh, and then my friend Haley will uh, kind of lead everybody into like a light meditation. And then we do breath work that doesn't always happen at sound baths. Um, and so, uh, yeah, there's no yoga involved, at least in what we do. Um, but there is a lot of breath work and meditation and uh, kind of setting intention with that. And then as we play and as she leads, I, I'm kind of like laying music beds in the background to kind of help. Nice. guide whatever's happening so. cool yeah that sounds cool yeah how'd yeah, you feel about it tom i am uh so at first i wasn't like wary of going because i'm right. always down to try something whatever cool yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. but i do have a very like um i need my personal space a little bit when i'm meeting strangers i can get like a little bit socially anxious totally um and so when I first got there, like the room was small and like I chose the corner cause I'd like wanted to be against the wall Yeah, yeah. and I felt like very like, okay, like I was talking to Chris, like, Oh, I feel weird. Like, do I take my shoes off? I'm not sure what to do. I was just overthinking everything. And the breath work part of it was actually really cool. Cause it, it makes you feel high is not the word, but it's just like, you have to focus on how you're breathing. So you can't focus on a lot of the anxieties that you have. Yeah. Because you can't multitask this worry when you have to focus on something as rudimentary as how you breathe. Totally. Yeah. Um, so by the end of it, like, I mean, as, as a as a guy, we're like taught growing up like this masculinity, like don't cry. Like I was like bawling at the end, mm-hmm. which is crazy because it means that there was a lot of stuff in my mind. And when I got rid of that whole blanket of like what you're taught to be like. I was okay crying in front of strangers, even though I had just met them. Yeah. And so it was really cool in that regard. So I would suggest like, like anything else, you get out what you put into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually what I told Tom. He's like, what should I expect? And this was like five minutes before we started. And I was like, you don't have to engage with anything you don't want to. Mm -hmm. So what you're going to get out of it, what you put into it. So if you really want to experience something, then breathe heavy 
dig mm-hmm. into it. But if you kind of are skeptical or a little more timid, then just kind of take it lightly. Mm-hmm. And somebody like uh, Tom or like myself, my first time at a sound bath, uh, actually, I had some kind of visualizations and some realizations about myself as very healing. And it actually helped me solidify the concept for the for the EP that we're, we released. That's cool, um, yeah. But yeah, that's it's, it's kind of crazy because whether or not it holds, like I think it holds some something special, but whether or not it actually does for whoever is trying it, at the very least, it's like a, it's a very different experience that may cause you to at least um, shut everything else out and like experiencing some experience something new. When it's you leave cool. a sound bath, what do you eat right after? Lots of water for one. That, it's not eating. You don't eat uh, well, water. yeah, you don't eat water. Well, you, you can, freeze you, it first into ice. Crunch it and crunch it. <laughs> it's really bad for your teeth, but great for your soul. I haven't really thought about what you eat afterwards. It's more. Doesn't it's always, it feel weird if to eat something crappy like after? It, after like you don't even want to eat something like normally you crave like a cheeseburger or something like that just to, in general. But then you go like to a workout, like a really heavy workout, yeah. or yoga or like sound bath, and you feel like so cleansed, and then it's like. You don't want to. You really yeah. minimize it's something about it. Like you can't eat, you know, it's hard to eat like a yeah, KF, bucket, yeah. KFC. Well, then I, I mean, the bucket, nice thing about you know? the, the ones that we do, we, we team up with this guy that brings these like vegan snacks that he makes himself. And so like nobody has to worry about what they're eating, but lots of water. Um, yeah. Some people kind of feel pretty high afterwards off of just breathing. Ooh. Um, so it's kind of crazy. And you um, fill the air with. THC as well. Yeah, that's we we have a you know those like oil diffusers. We just drop THC or LSD in it. And just... Like I feel high. Like oh, that's just the breathing. Yeah, don't worry. That's just because you're high. That's just because you're high off of. I feel high. Acid air. You're high. Well, you know, sound bath can do that when you're on a bunch of acid. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right, so you're doing it. Covered in acid. You should come next time. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> she would never say that. Kabang. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I'm always down to try stuff. I did a rowing class yesterday. Oh, cool. And, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same Not the thing. same thing. Oh, but, are you going to uh, be in the social but network too? Cool. But I, but I feel, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel very, but like, We've all I, seen I, that I feel movie. the same way about like, going to any class where I'm always nervous. Cause it's just like, I, I, I'm really nervous to go into a room full of people I don't know. Yeah. And I'm, I'm always freaked out about that. And then, but then like the, it was a really great class. Felt great afterwards. And then today my thighs hurt like crazy. Oh, that's oh, my, it, it, Dude, rowing's, <laughs> rowing's intense. That's hot. Thighs touching thighs. That's that's coming back to that. <laughs> that's how friendship starts. But uh, so yeah. So yeah, I like talking about that type of stuff. Yeah. But it, it is interesting to think, what do you eat right afterwards? You know, Cause I yeah. had salad when I got home. I had a mm. nice salad. But yeah. Let's. Do you guys still eat sandwiches? I mean, like... I think they get a bad rap now. And no, no pun intended. I'm, I'm going to say no bun intended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we just rocked a lot of sandwich oh, humor. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is presented by Subway. <laughs> no, man. No, like a Subway that you would get on in New York to That's get right, a sandwich. That's right, to go to like a Quiznos. <laughs> not, not the sandwich place with, with the pedophile guy. Yeah, fucking... We've all removed ourselves from Subway at this point. I think. Yeah. You have to, that, that asshole. <laughs> the, you know that, that uh, he's in he's in jail for pedophilia. He's a fuck ass. But that's bitch, cool. Well, bitch, bitch maybe bastard. he's an ass fuck. But um, that being said, he's in like white collar prison where he like plays tennis and stuff. And what? he just got his degree in culinary arts from prison. How like, does that make you feel? Let's all go to prison. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Uh, do we? I don't think we have enough time. Just say great, good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, oh my gosh, I think that for me, that makes me upset because no one named Jared should have anything good. 
Agreed. I think that's the basic. Do you know one good Jared? If, and if there's a Jared out there listening and your name is Jared and you're a good guy, give me a call. We'll have Prove Ryan. it. Yeah. Fucking prove it, Jared. Yeah. And the way to prove it is to not call because you know that you're great. You don't have to prove it to anyone. You have to prove it to anyone. Jared, you're worth stupid it. But not idiot. The don't stupid call me. Jared. <laughs> Help me, motherfucker. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah I, yeah, I just asked that about sandwiches because I just feel like they get a bad rap now. You know? Do mm. they? People are always like, hey, we don't like bread anymore. No, no bread. That's true. People are like, oh, vegetables are grown unhealthily. Meat's bad. Mayonnaise is fattening. Mustard is good. I think mustard is the only thing people like like still. Thing, I mean, these are all things we kind of knew already. It's made from seeds. <laughs> Little seeds. So I just feel like everything in a sandwich is bad now. Here's what I don't get. Can anymore. I kind of get something off my chest? This would have been better for, um, for get, get your, your dang, dang butt out of my face. face. Yeah. Well, we're not playing that today. That's fantastic because I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, you can just play a solo route right now. I mean, okay, we're not supposed to eat bread; and it'll make us fat. Fine. We're not supposed to have mayonnaise; it'll make us fat. Okay, fat. We're not supposed fat, to have. Fat. We're not supposed to have all this like unhealthy stuff because it'll make us unhealthy and fat. But okay, we're not supposed fat. to fat shame anyone, so what does it matter? Yeah, why don't we No all one's going to tell me I'm fat if I get fat, so why does might as well be fat? You can't say I'm fat. Get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say I'm fat. <laughs> it's true. You can't say that anymore these days. No. Which is fine. That's, that's helpful. It's like, be healthy, but if you aren't, we can't say anything. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's time to play some games. Are you guys ready for that? Stuck. No. What'd you just say? Stut. <laughs> Stut. That's dot. That's hot. Let's go. It's like stew it? Let's go. You want to stew this? I okay. I just found out Lil Peep died. I don't know who that is. I know. <laughs> All right. Well, this is a little game called The Compliment Corner. <laughs> the beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called... The Compliment Corner. Hello. Welcome Hi. to the Compliment Corner. <laughs> In this game, what it does is it gives me and my guests an opportunity to forget how dark and gloomy the world can be, you know? And it gives us an opportunity to just kind of forget that there's anything else going on except for what's in this room. We're going to take take a moment. We'll go in, a, we'll go in like a, a, a snake draft cycle where um, we'll look at each other's eyes, give each other a compliment that we mean, and then each each person will get a compliment and from, from each person. So we're all going to walk out of here two compliments heavier at the end of the day. How does that sound? I'm Why? trying to lose weight, but heavier sounds good right now. <laughs> so we're going to go. I'll, it'll that. go like, it'll go <laughs> me to Tom, Tom to Chris, Chris to me. Me to Chris, Chris to Tom, Tom to me. Right that? Fantastic. Does this sound fun? Yes. Meanwhile, Rupert is in the middle. Mm. He gets all the compliments. All right. I'll start with you, Tom. First of all, welcome to the Five Timers Club. Yes. (laughs) One of the best compliments I can get. (laughs) Yeah, your compliments are shown through your actions, which is, we'll get to my compliment for you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm done. I just wanted to say welcome to the Five Timers Club. (laughs) No, man. Uh, No, my compliment for you is that you are a genuinely true friend who I like we, we don't get to hang out very much. We don't get to see each other very much. Um but I always know 
I can I can like feel it. We, we, we'll, we'll text randomly or we'll talk through social media, you know, in the, in the times we do get to hang out. And I just feel it's like, you know, you have friends that you're like, you only feel like friends if you're in front of their face. you know. <laughs> but like, so like you have these dips and valleys and stuff where you're just like, oh, yeah. And then you have to kind of like start over and regenerate the friendship all, all over the, all over again. And with Tom, I'm just it's just like this. I'm all, I'm always friends with you. And it just feels good to have that knowledge on, on, the, on my back all the time. I like that. That feels good. Thank you so, for that. Yeah, man. I feel the same way. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. That's how I feel about you, my friend. Aw. That's all nice. shucks. It's <laughs> well, pretty nice. Pass it on. Oh, Chris, I forgot you were here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, I will say about you many things, but I can't fit them all into this one compliment, so I'll have to choose one. Mm. Um, you are the most professional person when it comes to music that I know in as far as your preparedness, is that a word? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So far, so good. Uh, as far as your preparedness and how you approach everything you do, you want to be pro and you want to make everything better than how you left it. Um, you're one of the smartest people I've ever met and one of the most creative people I've ever met. And I'm a lot, I'm around a lot of smart and creative people. Um, which is lucky for me, but you take the cake, my friend. Wow. Mm. And it's great to make music with you. Wow. That's huge. Thank you. Huge. Appreciate that. Huge. Buddy. <laughs> You're making me cry. <laughs> Don't do that, Dolph. Take it all back. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> we just talked about how it's stupid to cry. <laughs> retract my statement. Stupid. <clears throat> okay. Well, Ryan. You are super strong. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> Compliment done. No, uh, no. I mean, we've we've met once before. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are a fantastic drummer. Oh, at the so, very yeah, least, that's, yeah, that was my first impression. Yeah. I guess that's true. I was like, wait. Had, then I was like, oh yeah, we were jamming. Yeah, you're a fantastic well, drummer. Some fun. Yeah. Uh, you are a very accommodating host. <laughs> you make a great <laughs> vodka soda. Thank you, man. I'm gonna give you a bunch of compliments because <laughs> I don't know you too well. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you keep things going. You're very genuine. Oh, that's very nice. It's sometimes hard to find. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you seem like a good friend, like a a, a um, authentic, real friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think Tom would be friends with people who aren't. So that just the fact that you're friends with Tom true yeah. means a lot. So uh, I appreciate people who are authentic and genuine. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that too. Um, my comment for you is, like, is, is to first say that we, we, we do barely know each other. We had that one night, like almost a, or like a year ago, about a year, about a year like ago that, yeah. where we jammed and then I hadn't seen you since then. And then, uh, and then tonight just being able to hang and like goof around a little bit. But the, the thing that I will comment you on is that that night we did talk about your vision for this new EP and stuff that night you were talking about this and you were talking about some of your beliefs and you talked to me a lot about growing up religious and how you'd cut that off and then hearing you talk about it more even tonight and first of all I want to say that there's like a clear evolution like happened that I can see in, in like in you not only just like in how you talk about it and like what but also you've like distilled your language about how st- mm. th- that's going which is really cool to see because a lot of times people just hold on to ideas forever and especially like people that don't have any introspection or self-reflection time, they just don't grow past any like beliefs that they held, you know? And so, and so not that you needed to grow past it or anything, but I love seeing like distillation of ideas and and, like growth like that. And also uh, like this, uh, your ability to share that with someone you don't know Mm. and not make it like 
like you, you, I never felt like you were like shoving your beliefs on me or like you, or your art or anything or even or even that you were talking about yourself. We were just chatting and you're just like, oh yeah, this. And I was asking you questions and and so it's just cool. Like uh, uh, speaking about like being genuine and things. Like it's cool to like talk to someone who talks about things. Like just answers questions. Doesn't like di- like doesn't just go on diatribes about themselves. And yeah. So I mean, so it's like when I say that you told me that stuff, it's because you were prompted and, and you were sharing with me, even though we didn't know each other very well and stuff like that. So I just like that. I like seeing people that think and that are thoughtful and that change over time and get better. You know, I just and so that's that's my reflection on you. Thank right you. Now. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, man. Is that Tom clearing his throat, getting ready for my compliment. He's getting ready <laughs> to take it. Yeah, I'm getting ready to say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tom. So many things to say about you, buddy. Um, for starters, you're incredibly talented. It's pretty insane. Uh, like I keep here, I, I think I was talking to, to Morgan about about you, and he was like, "Man, you should write a book about," or he should write a book about himself. Uh, yeah, you just you've accomplished so much, uh, or at least a pamphlet. Yeah, at least at least a, <laughs> I have to learn how to write first. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't make jokes in the comic. <laughs> the sacred place. No, that's a good but yeah, uh, you're incredibly talented. Uh, like it amazes me every time you sit down on a different instrument. Like, oh yeah, I forget that you can play that really well. It's not just like, oh, he kind of plays guitar, kind of dabbles in this, but he's a drummer. Like, no, it feels like you play every instrument. Um, but even deeper than that, you have, in the last year, you have been one of my best friends. Uh, we can literally share anything with each other and we understand we've been told by multiple people were really really similar um which makes me feel like it's like uh it's safe to tell you the weird or like depressing or even great things that i think about or i'm feeling um i think authenticity as i was saying earlier is like one of my biggest uh values i guess like the, the one thing i look for that would make me want to be somebody's friend is how like genuine and authentic they are. Mm. Um, so you're just a very caring, thoughtful, um, deep, intelligent, talented friend. And I really appreciate knowing you and you being in my life, no matter how crazy or kind I can be like, I can be pretty intense sometimes. And, and you still are, uh, you're still you the whole time. So I appreciate that. Thanks man. Yeah. You make me cry. Mm. <laughs> make so me nice. cry. Thank you for that. I feel the same way, mm-hmm. guys. Well, Ryan, last but not definitely not the least at all. <laughs> this episode, um, Ryan, I've it's just funny because we've done compliment corner. Mm-hmm. We do it every time, right? Uh, I think so. I think we've done it every time. I, I, I'm trying. I don't think I'm trying to remember if we did it on the Power Hour or not. I don't remember. Yeah, that, that so one many might, may, may not, or maybe we might have all done compliments at once. Or well, like all that. this is to say, we've given each other compliments all the time. Yeah. Um, every time we we hang out, hang out pretty much. <laughs> but um, and I don't know if I've given you this one before, but it kind of goes along the lines of what you said. But I um, we don't get to see each other a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I get genuinely excited anytime I'm going to see you. Yeah. So there are, you know, I'm very selective about people that I I choose to call my friends as opposed to just acquaintances. Sure. Yeah. And I feel like you are, even though I don't see you a whole lot, you are a very close friend that when I know, like even tonight driving over here, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get to see Ryan tonight. Oh, we're going to have fun. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Yeah, man. Yeah. And so I'm a, every time I see you, you make my day better. 
and not just my day, but if I see you this week, I know that the rest of the week I'm going to be in a good mood because I saw Ryan this week. Oh, man. You know? That's awesome. So we have to hang out more, man. Yeah, we do have to Jeez. hang out more. We always say that. It's well, sorry. we'll see it's each other on Friday. Well, that's right at NAM. That's yeah. right. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the listener, we are recording this in, during NAM week. Mm-hmm. During NAM week. So we, uh, and we will be seeing each other on Friday. This is Monday now. Yep. So that's just a little, you know, behind the scenes for the listener so they know what's BTS, going on. BTS, yeah. But this is coming out in March, so it's R slash extras in my past right? now. We'll have been hanging this week, and no one will have listened about it yet. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so love anyway, that. you're a fantastic friend. Thanks, man. And I look forward to every time we hang out. Oh, man. I do, too. I do, too. Because we already all know how talented you are and blah, 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 blah. Oh, you are. We already know it. But thanks, man. Friendship is where the friendship is. Yeah. <laughs> and how does it start? Thighs. Thighs. <laughs> it starts with the thighs. Thighs and charcuterie. <laughs> well, hey, man. Do you guys feel better? I feel wonderful. Isn't that a nice little corner? It was nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice coroner. <laughs> the friendship coroner. <laughs> the All right. Well, I think uh, that's been the compliment corner. And I think that now it's time for another game. Yes. This is a game called. From little baby to fully grown man. Hey, thanks, thing. From little baby to full grown man. Or a lady. You hated a thing, now you love that thing. Now you're grown up and you want to say thanks to that thing for being a thing. What's that, Kevin? I love this song. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the silly game. <laughs> That was uh, Leland Churchill there at the, at the yeah at the very end of that Zach's of that, kid. Yeah. <laughs> that little plug there yeah he he recorded that when he was actually he was down with a cold actually Aww. when I sent a message to Zach hey can he, can you have Leland do this and he did it that's amazing and he he, d- he gave me two different options but then refused to do any more because he was sick <laughs> shout out Leland <laughs> so knowing awesome. knowing his worth. <laughs> He's like, that's enough. I'll help out. I'll help Ryan out, even though I'm sick. (laughs) Do for free. (laughs) Anyway, in this game, what we talk about is uh, something that was around when we were either a little baby or a little boy, you know, just a youngling, um, that you hated. You hated it when you were young. And now, as a full-grown man, you love that thing. So we'll talk about that transformation. It gives you an opportunity to say, hey, thanks, thing, for being in your life now. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. So yes. while you guys think about, I'll, I'll go. I'll go ahead and go first, so that you guys have time to think, so you're not put on the spot like that. Uh, mine this time on this game will be um, taking out the trash. I hated it. That was my big chore uh, at my dad's house, and I had to go around and get all the trash out of the bathrooms and the, you know, and, the, and everybody had their own trash can in their room, and there, there was trash can in the laundry room and trash can in the, you know, kitchen. I just hated it. You had to go around and get all the trash out, and, and you had to do it by, on the on the right day and get it out, and then roll the you know, canister out and then crush the cans. And like, so it's a big trash chore. That I just hated doing, hated it, found it worthless. What, what do I care if the trash builds up, you know, but now as an adult, I still do the, the trash taking out. That's one of my chores still to this day. And I love it. It's easy. It's fun. Gets you outside for a moment. Keeps your house clean. All that. So what I want to say is, Hey, take out the trash. Thanks for being in my life. Don't get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> get your dang butt in my face. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's mine. Does that make sense? It does. Right. So that's how you put, who wants to go first, Tom or Chris? I got one. Do you Chris got one? or go Tom? Ahead. Do you have one? Go ahead. I wrote. I've got mine. 
That was like not even an accent. That one. All right, I've got mine. All right, I've got Ian. I've got, I've got my Sharon. I've got my thing. <laughs> What's your thing, Aussie? I've got my thing now. It's um, mine is playing piano. Ooh. When I was a chilled, mm-hmm. which is child for those uninformed, uh, my stepmom made me learn piano when I was four. And man, did I hate it. Yeah. I wanted to quit all the time. I would complain to her because I was like, if it ain't Baroque, don't fix it. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. I really, really hated playing piano. But now it's one of my favorite things to do. And yeah. it's funny because I still have the same piano that my stepmom gifted me, the one that I learned on. That's awesome. And it's in my studio now. And every time I play it, I would think I think about how much I used to hate playing that exact piano as a kid. But now it's the thing that calms me down the most that's awesome yeah, dude. yeah. So i love playing piano and if you're out there thinking about learning music learn piano first because if you learn that i really believe you can learn anything else yeah that's true so thanks for being a thing piano don't get your dang bed out of my face put it right up in there <laughs> <laughs> that's great i love it okay chris i think mine is driving i didn't drive as a child but i hated being in the car <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, that would be sweet. <laughs> I didn't drive as a kid. <laughs> uh, no, I hated being in the car. I had weird dreams about like waking up in the back of the seat and nobody was driving. Yeah. So that was like a fear thing. But other than that, not being where I wanted to be was just like the worst. So driving was like boring, was taxing. Gotcha. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, especially now, growing up. Uh, as a 33-year-old gentleman, that's like my only quiet time most of the time. Gotcha. So getting to listen to the music I want to listen to, make the temperature exactly how I want it to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just kind of zoning out. doesn't matter how tra- how good traffic is or, or bad it is. Um, it's like, it's me time. Yeah. Yeah. Or if like I friends like are with me, getting to like show them new music, that's like the best time. Because otherwise, if you're at home, people typically just pull their phones out. Stop kind of paying attention. Yeah. So, yeah, I think driving is that for me. It's like therapeutic. It's calming. It's me time. Gotcha. It's good friend hangs. We came up with a lot of dumb shit today. Yeah, oh, good Just driving. So yeah. much good. dumb stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That is good for friendship. Yeah. So, okay. hey, driving. Thanks for being a thang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Get your tailpipe in my mouth. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Uh, well, do you guys like that game? I do. I love it. It's, it's nice. a very friendly game. Yeah, I John love it. <laughs> I love this game. That's not what he sounds like. <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, what's his Price? name? <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit of <laughs> Vincent Price. Yeah, mm. what was uh, Krev? We played that game on the last time you were out. Oh, yeah, oh, it was um, what's his name from the B fifty two? Yeah, it was um, <laughs> French Schneider B fifty two. French Schneider. Hey, well, French. French. <laughs> Dude, we killed that game. I'm probably saying French Stewart. Hey, Fred Schneider, what you doing? (laughs) Robbing a bank. Get your hands in the air. I I often sing that in that guy's voice to regular songs. I know. It annoys the shit out of people. It makes songs so much better. Do you believe in life after all? (laughs) (laughs) Like I was talk singing Circus Survivor earlier. (laughs) Wow, that's an amazing. I love that man and his style. Yeah. What a great style. So mm. I think what we need to do right now is take a little break, get another drink, and then we're going to come back and we're going to play a game called Don't Show Your Teeth. Oh, I love that one. 
I just realized I'm going to lose this immediately playing with Chris. He, <laughs> Good, sweet. he does this to me even in real life. Okay. This okay. is real life. In this game, <laughs> what we do is I will give us a simple topic. A simple topic that we can rememberize. Then you cover up your teeth with your lips. Like so. If you laugh, at, and you can laugh, you know, but if, if you show your teeth at all, you lose. Does that make sense? Yes. So the goal of the game is to not show your teeth. And uh, the category that we will be speaking from is called <laughs> movies. <laughs> it's called. It's called movies. Stupid, stupid mouth. All right. Um, so yes, movies is the category. Okay. So we'll just go. We'll just go in a circle and keep on saying movies. And uh, you, ca- if you say one that's already been said, you're out. Mm. Okay. So you can't. So you can't say anything that's been said, and you can't show your teeth. That makes sense. Mm. Are we ready to go? Mm. You want to get the wiggles out of your out of your mouth and your lips, and I'm, I'm also gonna take one drink. I'll take a drink as well. From my <laughs> fresh beverage. <laughs> Liquid fresh. Okay. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Movies of the category. I'll go first. Jurassic Park. Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. Home Alone. Home Alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jumanji. Runaway Bride. Contact. Oh. Friday. Made in Manhattan. Interstellar. <laughs> I guess you have like a theme. <laughs> you have like a little side theme going. <laughs> I like space. I'm going to start taking space ones. Then. Apollo 13. <laughs> cool running. Ooh, that's good. Rent a kid. <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> you, you know that movie? <laughs> Great movie. <laughs> Richie Rich. Mm. Peanut Butter Falcon. Ghost Ship. August Rush. Once. Seven. Are we doing numbers? Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to switch the theme. Seven. <laughs> Mystery Men. Oh, Amelie. Mm. Zoolander 2. Anchorman 2. <laughs> we didn't even do Anchorman. Did I start teaching this one? No. Okay, good. I, I'm, I watching, felt, your, I felt I'm watching your pearly lights. I felt like I'm out. <laughs> Eternal sunshine of the You sun. sound like Fire Marshal Ville. Well, you My mouth hurts. My cheeks uh, hurt. It really hurts. Uh, <laughs> you guys are pansy. Yeah, it really hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, American History X. Ooh. Derek. Operation Avalanche. Misery. Operation Dumbo Drop. <laughs> Black Hawk Down. Shaving <laughs> <laughs> Private Ryan. Ernest Goes to Camp. 1917. <laughs> Knives Out. Uh, for- <laughs> Would you like to play like that? Spawn. Ooh, Airbud. Angels in the outfield, though. <laughs> though. Raging Ball. Godfather. Godfather too. <laughs> <laughs> Sam three. Sam three. 
Got Hollow Tree. Yeah, we did a whole trilogy. Oh, that's a lot of them. Matrix oh. One. <laughs> Matrix Revolution. It was just called Matrix. <laughs> well, I just wanted to be clear. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Mm. Brink. Brink. Johnny Tsunami. Oh. Xenon. Which one? Girl of the 21st Century? Uh-huh. Okay, Xenon <laughs> 2 the, is equal. The sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Jones. We know too many movies. Mystic River. Which Indiana Jones? Crystal Skull. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to forfeit. My mouth hurts so bad. <laughs> Dodgeball. G.I. Jane. <laughs> Whoa. I love Demi Moore. Wow. <laughs> Let's go rapid fire. In rhythm. Peter Pan. Oh, wait, we're starting? Yeah. So, uh, uh, there needs to be a movie on each beat. Ready? One, two, ready, go. Peter Pan. Alice in Wonderland. I win. I'm done. Yeah, I win. He wins. That's quick. <laughs> Peter Pan. Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Big you man gonna, Japan. Were you going to say hook? Yeah, I already said hook. Oh, damn. That's yeah. why I said it. Wow, my mouth hurts. My my jaws hurt. My jaws are Now, wait a... F- fuck up my lip. <laughs> wait a fuck up my lip. <laughs> I don't, I've never seen that one. It's like you what? punched me without punching me. Exactly. That's. <laughs> I want everybody to leave this podcast feeling like I punched them, even though there was never any physical contact. Mm. Mystic punch. Energy punch. <laughs> Energy punch. Sounds like a really sweet drink. Well, hey guys, that's been Don't Shit Your Teeth. Thanks How for long? Don't Shit Your Teeth? <laughs> that has been Don't Shit Your Teeth. That's sick. Sick. Ew. All right, so uh, that's been that game. Now, we're going to, we're gonna, you know, it's time to start wrapping up the show. Mm. But before we do that, I would like to play that other track you guys brought. Sick. You guys brought another track from... The Bird and War. <laughs> bird and the War. I forget that we can show our teeth again. <laughs> exactly. He's still doing it. Uh, That's funny. <laughs> this dude is called Memories. You want to talk about this, Tom? It is. Uh, I'll let Tom talk about this. This is actually Tom. the first song that we worked on together. Yeah. So when Chris met me through Allie, he basically was was just asking if he wanted to come up and do vocals. Um, but he had maybe wanted to do another song. And he came up uh, to the studio, to the patch, and within like three hours, we had written this song front to back, basically, and um, did vocals for it and everything. We just wrote the song so quick, and it turned out to be the the final piece to the album, basically. Yeah. Um, much like we did with the song Prologue, which is out, uh, but that was the last song that we did. We did that before the first EP. Yeah, I think the um, thing that sold me on uh, not only working with Tom on a long-term basis, basis, but also inviting Tom to be in the band was that uh, I'm a live audio engineer. Tom is a studio guy. Like we, we have our own strengths and that's kind of the things that we bring to the table. But um, because I know about live audio and I know the sounds that I like, I'm super particular. I've tried to work with producers in the past. It's nothing of their fault, but because I know what I want, it's been really hard for me to to really work with anybody and let go of control and without even trying because of Tom's flow and the way we communicate and everything I didn't have to think or care about anything just what came out is what came out and that was like the first time 
literally ever that I've been able to just completely release any control. <clears throat> so for me, it was really meaningful. Uh, but it was, it was also kind of, um, like a benchmark for me like, okay, I finally found somebody that, um, understands my references, understands where I'm trying to go. And they have their own thing to add that actually fits what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is like the first song that we worked on together <clears throat> and, uh, was actually the thing that kind of sparked me wanting Tom to be in the band. So mm. yeah. nice. Yeah. And it has that piano on it that I referenced mm. earlier. Ooh. Yeah. Wacky Piani. That's the name of the song. Wacky Piani. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go with the memories.
welcome back to the Ryan Super Strong Podcast <laughs> that you haven't left because you've been listening to that music. Thank you guys for sharing. Yeah. We were going <laughs> to talk about that sequencer at the end because it's kind of funny that... That, that like electric piano sounds. Yeah. That was a complete accident that we were... Chris accidentally hit something and it was sequencing on the on his profit. So yeah, I have a profit and it has... Some of the patches have like a built-in sequence. You can erase it and like do your own. Sure, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember hitting it, but we were we spent the whole three hours record, however long it was, recording this song and like coming up with lyrics and concepts and everything. And at some point, Tom was. We just went outside. Yeah, we went outside. And we came back in, and you were like mixing, but you had one track armed or something like that. And we kept hearing this sequence, and we're like, "What is that?" And we like isolated and like looked and like, oh, the sequence are still playing. It happened to be in the right key and the perfect tempo. Yeah. Uh, and so like, dude, we need to like have that in. It's funny because like you'd never think to keep a demo, like a synth demo right. sequence in a song. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, who else is going to actually use that synth <laughs> demo yeah. in a song? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of crazy. It was just happenstantial and it's like a perfect ending <sighs> to the song, like kind of mysterious. And it was kind given of. to you guys kind of. Yeah. So yeah. Like, here's the here's the missing part. And I think yeah. it's not even like the actual demo thing. It's like if you play that demo, it's a, it starts like a half beat earlier and those are on the upbeats or something and we flipped it. It's yeah. it's kind of cool. That's cool. Tom did his magic. The magic rad. stuff. Tweaked it a I bit. love it. I yeah. love it. Well, hey, so we're coming to the end of the show. Uh but everybody gets one last question. That everybody, you know, every single person gets the same last question. And the the name of the show again is Ryan is super strong. So the last question for all my guests is simply, hey, you know, Keeping in mind that there are several types of strength, whether that be physical, mental, spiritual, you know, all, all kinds of different strengths. The, the question that I ask all my guests at the very end is just simply, hey, are you super strong? And so I think I'm going to aim this one at Chris because Tom's gotten several opportunities to answer this. And we'll check in with you, though, about how you've evolved. All right. But Chris, yeah, are you super strong? I think I am. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. okay. Confidently, yeah. So, so okay, let's hold that thought. Yes, Tom, how how are you feeling now that you've been? It's been about a year since you've been on. Um, I feel super strong because my community is super strong. Mm. So everyone around me currently, from people that live with me, you have strengthened your community at shitload since the last time we've been on here. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that even compliment, even though it's uh, not it's, uh, I, uh, it's the harsh criticism on my part. <laughs> I kidding. love that. <laughs> um, no, my community is super strong. Everybody around me, I feel like, makes me better. Yeah. And that's all I want. So, yes, I'm strong because the people around me are strong. That's awesome. Okay, well, so now what I'm going to ask you guys to do is get, keeping in mind that you just said, yes, you are strong and that your community is what makes you strong now. What is some advice that you can leave our listeners that can serve as kind of their mantra, you know, for the, this week until next week when a new guest comes on and gives some advice, you know, that can be about getting super strong like you or it can be just some life, life advice that you found helpful in your own way or anything like that. Either 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 of you can go first. I don't I don't have a preference i on guess this. i'll go first as tom pointed i did it wasn't just him being yeah, rude. it wasn't me being rude or even nice <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> i think the biggest thing that i've learned in the last few years but specifically the last year especially since knowing tom having somebody i can go back and forth with on the ideas that i have um this also delves into what the EP is about is everything to me in life is about acceptance and release. You can't overcome something unless it's something that you accept exists. And that goes with any 12 step program or anything. But, uh, even in regards to the things that scare you the most, the thoughts you don't want to delve into, uh, 
the worst parts about yourself, unless you actually accept that they are a part of you, you can't overcome them. It's right. like, you know, having a cut and just saying, oh, it's not there. That doesn't work. You have to accept that it's a cut. You have to either put a Band-Aid and let it heal or figure out some way to heal it. Yeah. Um, and I think that's why I'm strong uh, is because I'm not afraid to delve into the things that most people are kind of scared to really accept or admit. Um, and so I think the biggest way to heal and be strong as a person uh, and to be successful in life as just a human being is accepting the things that are in front of you so that you can move past them and not accept that they will always be a part of you. Totally. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> Tom, how about you? Um, I would say don't sell yourself short. A lot of people surround themselves, going back to the community thing, a lot of people surround themselves with people who they are trying to bring up to their level. But I would say surround yourself by people who you feel like you you need to go up to their level. So... Yeah. It's nice to try to help people, but if you're if you're only helping, you aren't really improving. You're sure. just showing people how to be like you. Yeah. Um, so surround yourself with people who inspire you to be better, even if you have people that you are also inspiring. It's like there's a nice balance between the two because um, getting better is part of inspiring other people. Yeah. You know, Don't stagnate. So don't sell yourself short. Be around people who help you. I like it. I both of those pe- those pieces of advice. Well, thank you guys for coming on this show. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank the you. last the last thing we do here is plugs, you know, because I want people to be able to follow Bird in the War. I want people to be able to follow Chris James, no bird, and I want pe- <laughs> and I want people to be able to follow Tom Rasulo. So uh, let's start with you, Chris. Where, where can people or, or you can both go together? I don't know how you want to do this, um, but just yeah, where can people buy the Bird in the War stuff? You know, where can they follow you on social media? Yeah. Are there cool YouTube videos? Whatever you know. Uh, thankfully, it's a unique enough name that every social media platform is just bird in the war so that's cool. nice um we do try to have uh everything direct back to bird in the um it has a page for tom it has a page for shows uh eventually merch um spotify like following on spotify itunes anything like that so uh bird in the or at bird in the war for any social media outlet awesome and then for my personal if you want to follow it's chris james bird yeah that's where he got it, the there bird. is bird there yeah. there is yeah. bird there on is. that one yeah, <laughs> that was where my confusion because that's why I, I thought it was your last name. Oh, I was, yeah. and I was just like, okay, so Bird. And Somebody told me I should just change my name to Chris James Bird. Yeah, yeah, no. Then I wouldn't have felt stupid. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have. Right? We, we, time is that. relative, so at some point you'll be accurate, maybe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll feel stupid about something else. <laughs> exactly, I feel stupid most days. Well, don't most because minutes. you look great. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Hot. Hot. I'll I'll plug really quick. Uh, Bird in the War. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can plug it. That's what you're here for. No, I mean, everything Chris said, just go to birdinthewar.com. And we were talking earlier about how the link tree is kind of this like, oh, man, go here if you want this or go here if you want that. It makes way more sense. Just go to birdinthewar.com and everything is there. Yeah. Um, I think like at some point you'll be able to find patchwork stuff there, yeah. which is how I produce under patchwork. Mm-hmm. And uh, you'll be able to find my music. Separate of Bird in the War there. You'll be able to find our music together there. You'll be able to find Chris's stuff before I join the band. Everything's there. And then if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's just patchwork.jpeg, J-P-E-G. Nice. Yeah. Not Patrick. Patchwork. Patchwork. Yeah. And I will I'll just remind the audience that Tom is on episodes 44, 60, 131, and 142. And if you add all those together, you know what you get? A number. A certain number. <laughs> I'm going to do it really quick. <laughs> 44. You need those? 
105, 235, 375, 77. 377. That's, that's 425. <laughs> 377. I believe this will be episode 179. Sweet. Sick. I think. So if you mm-hmm. add all those together. If you add those all together. <laughs> Uh, it's something uh, something in the 550 range, I believe. Ryan, do you have um, anything you want to plug? I do. At this moment, I always plug Chad Coleman, and, who uh, did the art for the show. Chris Hackman, who helped me with the intro and outro music, as well as some of the bumper cues. And the Instagram for the show is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And you can email us at ryanisuperstrong at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook if you want to be part of the podcast community. But most importantly, what I ask everyone to do each week is if you're a listener and you listen every week or if you're just a first time and you're here just to hear Chris and Tom, that's cool too. But please, if you help the show grow by going to Apple Podcasts and giving us a five-star rating and leaving a review, it helps uh, get more listeners on the show. And every time that more listeners all around the world start listening, all that means is we get more ears on my badass guests like Chris and Tom here. Bird in the war. So uh, and that's my favorite part about doing the show is getting to hype my badass friends. And so I, if the show grows, that's that's who benefits. So please uh, go ahead and do it and rate and review the show. It helps us out. Helps us grow this little show. So please do that. And uh, that's it for the plugs. The last thing that I do um, every week is I, I, I talk to one listener or a group of listeners. And I try to make them up their game in some way. Okay, so this week is no different, and I will start right now. All right, this week I'm talking to you, Billy. Little Billy. Not Billy Eichner on the street, but Billy at the elementary school. The one that keeps tripping everyone when they come around the corner. You put your little shoe out, and you let them trip on their face. I know that you're a big listener to this podcast, but people that trip people are assholes. All right, Billy? I know that you're only a third grader, but you're a little butthole. All right, I'm not afraid to say it. I know that you're a fan of the show, and I know that you're, I know that you're a fan of people like Tom and Chris here. Uh, do you guys want to say anything to Billy? You do you, Billy. Don't listen to this guy. Just hey, stop being an asshole, Billy. That's right. Be better. <laughs> Billy, you little bitch. <laughs> stop tripping people when they come around the corner. It's <laughs> shitty to do. Imagine what you would feel if the shoes were on your feet. How it would feel to be tripped. Not to be the tripper, but the trippy. That's not fun. You need to listen to the advice of someone like Chris and Tom here and get make your life better, you know? Then you need to go back in the archive of Rhino Super Strong and listen to all of the advice of all of my badass guests. I guarantee you I don't have a tripper in the bunch. Alright? This is not what we do here on the Rhino Super Strong Podcast. So if you do that and take those pieces of advice seriously, then maybe, just maybe one day, you could be super strong too. Just like 